Hello, Kaylee. Hi, Kaki. How are thee? I'm fine. <laughs> um, welcome, everyone. Hello to our lovely uh, sisterish listeners. Uh, it's your girl, Erica Avi. And Kayla Avi. Okay. Um, and for those who are uh, first time to our little podcast, um, this is Sisterish. And we are a podcast that's dedicated to building a community where really the goal is to evolve into our true authentic selves. So you'll notice on our podcast episodes, we're just talking about maybe things that are happening in our lives, things that we're going through, things that we're struggling through, challenges, even successes or things that are going well and like how that's shaping us and what we, you know, are learning from all of the, you know, experiences that we are having so that we are hopefully you know, showing a bit of vulnerability because that's what it takes in order to really start tapping into your true, like, genuine existence, right? It's a little vulnerable, um, but hopefully, you know, you're it's learning. it's real. Yeah, as, as we are learning. Um, and we'd love to also hear from you as well. So, I mean, anytime that you relate to anything that we say on our podcast um, or have additional questions or want to engage in any kind of dialogue with us you can engage with us on social media we have an instagram account um it is at sisterish underscore podcast and we also have a email address so you can also email us if you're thinking you know longer messages um it's sisterish podcast at gmail.com and we'll definitely make sure that we um, get back to you. We want to hear from you. And so um, that's how you can connect with us. Um, feel free if you like what you're listening to, to share it. Um, you can share it with your literal sister. You can share it with your brother. You could share it with your friend, your bestie, your other family members, your coworkers, anybody that you feel like this would be helpful for or someone could relate to it. Totally. And also you can definitely rate us on Apple Podcasts, um, and wherever else you can rate us at. Um, yeah, because that'll help too. Thanks. Amazement. Thank you. So um, we actually were in the same city, okay? Um, for those city, who... my titty. Okay, interesting, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> We were in the same city, for those that don't know, um, this is Erica, and I live in Houston, and Kayla lives in, uh, I was almost going to say Texas, but you're in Chicago. I thought you were going to say Tennessee, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say Texas, uh, for whatever reason, um, uh, and we were born and raised in, you know, the Chicago land area, and so, you know, we're doing this separately, but I was actually in town for a little worky work thing, and um got to see my little sis she did indeed for a little bit kind of you know you got to make the rounds with other people okay but we definitely um took a picture we so did I'm like, very excited that i'm like we have to be better more active out here on the gram especially so- since like we got people pupping us you know, we got my friends out here, really out here, really trying to root for me. Tyra Banks, we were all rooting for you. Yeah. Um, so they just need me to be better, which I get it. 
Um, but I appreciate my friends because they're the real ones. They really are the real MVPs when I'd be feeling low. So that's real. Thank you. Um, shout out to Kayla's friends. Erica, <laughs> if your friends are here, knock three times. I'll be. <laughs> um, okay. That's actually so funny, though. <laughs> Tangent, real quick, is like really all the time. I'm like, I don't have any friends, um, which is depressing. But I've realized that, like, you know, I, I'm i working on not saying that. Obviously, the keyword is working on mm-hmm. not saying that. Um, because in reality, it's not true. I do have friends, and I do have good friends at that. It's just we just don't hang out. And I think that's where I'm like, I don't have friends because I don't, like, hang out with people, really. Mm-hmm. And but, why don't you hang out with them? Well, because they got their own lives and they also don't really live in the area most of the time. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to get together when it involves like, you know, buying a flight or something. Okay. Um, No, I I completely understand that. I I think, and I know that, you know, we've talked about it, but I know that you were saying that they're in different phases within their life. So that impacts your ability for those who are in the same state to see each other as often. Exactly. Yeah. Like I have a lot of friends that are like, we're all just doing different things. And, um, that came up to, that came up in conversation throughout the weekend about like the phases of life and like how, you know, maybe you envision your life going or whatever. Um, and sometimes they don't align at the same point, but you know, there's no bad blood. I still love my people you know there's um, you know I'm really it's not that hard for me like I still like everyone it's just I just am not there yet so the relatability or like even the time management is just hard to get together Mm -hmm. but there's still love there like you said exactly yeah so I mean just got a notification no, I just got a notification to um, pay my student loans. So I just want to announce to Biden and the administration. <laughs> I just want to announce to Biden and the administration, um, please cancel student loan debt. Mm-hmm. I'm begging you because you just, you know, canceling the debt, you know, putting a hold, I should say, putting a hold on the debt until when is it? January? Yeah, January 31st. You know, I appreciate, I don't want to like be too aggressive about that. I do appreciate the extension, but also let's, let's hurry it up. You know, by January, I want these to be cut so I can help you help me. I mean, for real, literally, like y'all pay the student loans and then people will have money and like, wow, the housing market, like literally everything I feel like would rebound, but I feel you on that. And I'm kind of just salty that I didn't get to, I didn't take advantage of it earlier. Like I just started putting my student loans on hold, like after I had moved. So like I had been missing out on over a, like at a, a year at that point, maybe. <laughs> so that's really unfortunate. And I'm kind of salty about it. Cause you know, all the credit cards could have been completely paid off and I mean, just making different decisions, being able to furnish faster here, you know, pumping up them, them savings, just so many things. And I'm just like, oh, I hate student loans. I, I, I hate student loans. I hate it here. It's ghetto. <laughs> it is ghetto. 
Um, so yeah, again, that was just my reminder to remind y'all. Thanks. To get on it. You dampered everyone's mood. Sorry. Um, but okay. So when we were together, we, um, went to a bridal shower. Yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, we went to a bridal shower um, for one of my friends who is getting married, obviously. Married. Um, and yes, yeah, it was very cute. You know, it was a great time. I was glad to be there to celebrate them and their Pause. union. Can we talk about what we did before the baby, the bridal shower? I don't know why I, I want to call it a baby shower. And I have been doing that every weekend. I know. Because like when you think of a shower, you think of it for a baby. I'm like, married? What? Who's doing that? Where? Are- <laughs> where's, where's my man? <laughs> where, where is he? <laughs> um, yeah, so. We went yeah. to Ross before oh, the bridal my God. shower. Okay, first of all, somebody needed to just like not. Erica was like, we need to go to Ross because I need to get a bag for, you know, traveling. And I was like, my carry, my, my, my personal bag, my laptop bag, it's handle broke. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this bag? Like, how am I supposed to, uh, like I needed another bag. So I was like, let's go to Ross to see if they got another little tiny, like duffel situation that I can use. So that was the purpose. That was the purpose of us entering through the sliding doors. That yeah, are how it started, right? You know, how it started. Yeah. And then how it went was we did spend a moment, you know, looking at the bags. But then somehow we ended up in the clothes. And you know what we also ended up doing? Trying on clothes in the middle of the store. Because you know why? They had to be oh, the ghetto. They had to be disrespectful <laughs> and not have changing rooms, like the dressing rooms or clothes. Yeah, I'm like, literally, is this better? Like, I'm still touching all on the clothes. All my little, all all of my little, like, skin follicles, all the everything is already getting on all of the clothes. And it's ratchet up in here because I'm putting them on over my entire outfit. Okay, in the middle of the store, right? Customers trying to get through. Like here, Kayla and I are having a full-on fashion show. Okay, tried on several, multiple, multiple. Okay, outfits, like whole, like whole outfits. Like, okay, like like pants, shirts, dresses, dresses, all the things, everything. We okay. tried on everything. Like, and mind you, some of us were not wearing the right. Clothes, undergarments for these outfits, but it's still or undergarments at all, and it still happened. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so we ended up going on a shopping spree. Not really a spree because we always on a budget, which is why we were complaining about our student loans. And um, <laughs> it was uh, it was actually a phenomenal time. I was like, this is the worst dis- decision we ever made, but it was it was a great experience. It was. I would ten out of ten recommend. But, 10 out of 10 recommend, but also make sure that you actually get what you needed as well. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> like, also, but it wasn't our fault because they didn't have it. They also didn't have it. They didn't yeah. have it. So that's why we ended up where we ended up. Well, also, I guess moral of the story is have some discipline, okay? <laughs> and when you go into a store for one item, if it's not there, leave. There's no need. There's no need to just walk the rest of the store. There's no need 
to go into other sections. You didn't need anything from over here. That's how you get yourself in trouble. But then at the same time, you kind of did though, you know, you kind of did. You might've needed that, that outfit because you might be going somewhere. I mean, you never know. It's you know? clothing is an essential item. You are absolutely <laughs> correct. Biden, while you are out there getting rid of student loans, okay, you better also <laughs> clothe the world, okay? Give us a budget or something, okay? Thank you. Exactly. So there's that, but also so funny because, you know, with this, with, with trying on clothes, like there was... 20,000 times that I literally thought the workers were going to be like, excuse me, ma'am, can you? <laughs> literally, literally was so confused as to why no one came up and was like, you're not allowed to do this. <laughs> like, why did anyone just be like, excuse me, ma'am, we closed the fitting room, so this doesn't mean make your own. <laughs> there were several times where they like made a, it looked like they were making a beeline for us, but yes. like never said a single thing. Never. Like, like literally never said anything. And I was always like, Oh my God, that guy's going to say something to us. Literally nothing, nothing. And I was like, okay. So then I got bold and I actually did it in front of the middle of the store. Yeah. We were like at first kind of like trying to hide like behind the racks and stuff. And then it was like, Oh, we've got to go. We all, we've been out here but while. Okay. Just, just in their face now. We done moved to the smaller little, uh, what are those called? Rats. The literal main area in front of the checkout. Yeah, we were right there. And we said, and then, say something. Exactly. I'm like, y'all, don't act like y'all never seen no booty before. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Just the worst. <laughs> the worst. But it was literally the best. It was hilarious. Yeah. But we cannot we cannot uh so go ahead say what you're gonna say i was gonna say we cannot say that you will also get away with this just letting you know yeah i mean we are not apparently we have a, a a layer of privilege and i didn't i didn't know what it was um we were cute that day we were we were dressed up ready to like go to this bridal pa- bridal shower yeah. and so like <laughs> tell me why i was just thinking like yeah you know we get there like 12 12 it starts at 12, get there at like 12.15 or like 12.30, I feel like. We no, we literally like, got there like 12. No, I was just saying like I was thinking in my mind that if we were to get there around that time, that it would be fine. Like it would be great and dandy, like not a big deal. Well, first and foremost, I forgot to remove that black filter. The CP. The CP, the CP time, okay? <laughs> because we got there at what, like 12? Well, it took Kayla 55 years to park um but after we got there like parked, 12 15 it was like i was gonna say like 12 20 or 12 30 or something like no, that no 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 we were still there like 12 15 well that even makes it worse because we were the last to arrive okay and were we, we were actually? really we were pulling in the rear girl we, yeah we were pulling we were we were pulling in the rear if we Which weren't last we were i don't think I, we went to the bathroom so someone might have slipped in while we went to the bathroom when we arrived or whatever but we were pretty last. We were we were pretty black in that room, literally. <laughs> but you know what? Who's surprised? It's like everywhere I go, I'm the, I am the black in the room. Yeah, representation, man, is so important. But I mean, yeah, it's all about it's all about commingling. You know, like I talk about this in like my diversity conversations, and then we can we can move on because we definitely still have things to say. But like. We we talk about this where it's like there's this like fear of like 
talking to someone different than you. So like when you go to like a conference or if you think about like you being in, being like a kid in a like cafeteria, right? Um, you see all these tables. Who do you go to? You go to the table that like probably see some uh, similarities with, right? So like if I walked into a room, I'd be looking for like a table of women. Like I'm like, oh, I ain't just going to plop down and sit by guys. Like I'm going to be looking for a table of women or I'm going to be looking for a table of black people or specifically even black women. Or if I had like a disability and I saw someone, you know, let's say like I was using a crutch or something and I saw someone else in like a wheelchair, like that, my bond, I'd be like, Oh, same comfort familiarity. So I just feel like we, as people, like that is our habit. That is our like default. And we just need to be better about making a different choice. Like, you know what, it is okay to sit in a different group of people. Like it's okay to like sit with different people from you, you know? Totally. I agree with you. Yeah. But while we were there, um, I also did the little hand thing that like that Kayla was telling me about. You want to tell them about it? Yeah. So basically there's this girl that um, was there. That's a friend of my friend. And she does like a family. It's like, I guess I like got some type of tradition in her family or her husband's family, something like that. And basically where you can tell the gender of the kids that you're going to have um, by the way that a necklace swings in the palm of your hand. So I had told Erica about this and like, I told my sister, like, I've been like telling people about it. I was like, Oh my God, it was like the highlight of everything it was so weird. And like, it was pretty, it seems to be accurate. Like the way that they're talking, it's like the people that already have kids, it's been accurate for them. Like whatever they said, like whatever the necklace said, like that's what they actually And had. not just gender, but like birth order as well. Yes. And so, I was, so Erica was like, Oh my God, you have to do it on me. And so, you know, we had her do it on her, on you, Erica. And, you know, she got the results of girl, boy, boy. And Erica was like, oh my God, do you have a, do you have a age? Like when these, I was when like, so when is going to happen? You know, when this is going to, when is this going to happen? Type of like, thing. And obviously, a timeline. right. And obviously the timeline is on yours. So like. You know, so whenever I'm, I'm ready, I will be blessed with three children. Exactly. First a girl, then two boys. Right, but the so weird, then my second. Go ahead. I mean, I you can go. I'll say this after. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that, like, I just am wondering, like, how we get to three, like, like, like how we get to three. I'm just, I really want to have some understanding because three after thinking about all the things for children, like cost, the actual physical impacts, you know, make your back hurt, your feet hurt, you're now 45 pounds heavier than you were, you're losing your hair, okay, all the other internal health issues, whatever it's called, diabetes and whatever else that you can develop, all the stuff. And then the actual childbirth, I'm going to have to push something. Hopefully. I mean, I like big, but that's big. Okay. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. That was a lot. But also, even if it doesn't go that way, the fact that you're telling me the only other option is 
that y'all cut me open and, and y'all pull just, it out. Uh, yeah, take all my other things out, put it on the table, then pull out this baby and then try and put it all back in. Y'all tell me that that's okay. Y'all telling me that the shot to make it okay. Okay. Even that thing I hear is unpleasant, but once it's in, it's all, it's know, all it's done. Like huge. I know it's crazy. So I'm just like, y'all want me to do that three times and they're going to take my money and they're going to take all my free time and they're going to suck my youth and my beauty. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We makes the children sound so beautiful. I mean, they're loved, but let me get some dollars up. Okay. And like go to a couple more continents. Yeah. So my um, thing, my thing was, it was so weird. It was because we're all apparently having the same thing. Like me, Erica and our other sister are all apparently going to be having the girl boy boy. And then I was like, that's so crazy. How are we all going to have three kids? You know? And then I was also thinking, you know, I got a little sad because I was like, oh, it's only one girl each, you know, there's not going to have sisters. And then I was like, I guess they're going to just have to have sister cousins, you know, cousin sisters, cousin sisters, because, (laughs) you know, they don't have their own. Which yeah. honestly was a which is sad the, to me. Yeah, because it's the opposite experience that we had. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was like, three for one, like if I have a boy and then a girl, and like, I'm sorry, if I have a, it's a girl and then a boy, like I'm stopping. I'm not going to, I probably, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe, we'll see. We'll see. That depends on how much money I have. But for we, me, it was just like, I would only want to have two and just like, that be it because, you know, I don't want an only child personally. Um, but the, how I got three is like beyond me. But the thing is, is that like, I've literally been told I'm going to have three since like, I've been in like junior high, high school. By like, so interesting. Yeah. Like, like this one girl told me she did some voodoo on my wrist, told me I was going to have three. Then, you know, our cousin told me we were, go- I was also going to have three. And each time I've been told that I was at least going to have a, like there, I'm, I'm always going to have twins and then like obviously an extra child. Yeah. So that's probably where like the three came from. Cause I was like, I be cool. literally don't ever want to have three pregnancies on their own, you know? So like, I guess the twins is just what's going to have to happen. Even though I do understand that twin pregnancy and labor is like what the actual fuck. Um, but I guess that's what the plan is for me. So pray for me. Uh, pray for us. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I guess when we got together, I think that we were telling this story, um, in front of a couple other people in the room, males. (laughs) And so, um, that ended up getting onto a topic of conversation around, I don't know, that same exact topic, having kids, Mm -hmm, family. And like, just what we thought about it. And as you can see, we've been saying a lot of things around the negative side of things um, or like just the not so positive impacts, like the stuff that people don't really actually talk that much about, right? Like I personally think that like having a, a family is like fantasized a lot. Like they don't tell you a lot about the struggles or like even like, you know, like people just don't talk about it they just think oh my god it's gonna be so great like you and me husband are gonna be bonded for life like we're gonna start creating a family we're gonna have this cute little thing like we're gonna have 
replicas of us, or we're going to have to, we, we can, you know, make a point, whatever it is that you're trying to prove for having children. Like y'all think all of the positive things are the things that are romanticized, romanticized for sure. And so I'm just like, um, now I know it ain't all that. Okay. Cause there's some other things, especially as a woman that like you have to consider. And then especially as like someone who has considered herself to be independent for like a bulk of my life or have, I've always really kind of at least strived for independence and the ability to make my own decisions and have my, have a say in the direction of my life and things that I would like to be doing. And like, (laughs) I've always wanted that. And I know that there's going to have to be a deprioritization to a point of myself. Um, and so that's also a topic that we really talked about and like how, you know, women, you were saying something about how women are like, um, expected to do a lot more things, um, and how like women, like the bear, like the, I don't know what I was We carry say. the weight really. Yeah. Like women are the burden. Like, mm-hmm. And like, um, I was, <clears throat> I kind of was I don't know if this is where you were going exactly Erica but like I was saying how in a podcast I was listening to with Brene um I think it was Brene Brown and Glennon Doyle Glennon Doyle has the book called Untamed and it was like really popular honestly probably seen it on social media um and apparently she was like talking about how as a mom she had to learn that you know like putting herself on a different um putting herself kind of below or like not having the same expectations and like stuff for her as she did like her child she realized like she was teaching her child to become less than or to be seen as less than um unconsciously she was doing that because obviously you know as a parent and specifically you know as a mother figure like you probably aren't trying to like make your children feel like make your children grow up to feel like they have to give up their life for you know someone else whether that be a significant other or their own child or their pet or whoever their job you know whatever it is but that's just kind of like what we're continuously like brainwashed into thinking honestly and I think she just brought so much like awareness to the fact that like you're not doing anyone any favors by doing that to yourself you know like you need to be you know filling your cup up you need to showing yourself as a priority because you're setting an example for these young people and you know for for them to be like oh I aspire to also be that way and that you know obviously goes without saying that you know don't be selfish because there is a difference but like overall just being like yeah I mean I am my own priority I am a priority in general and I need to be treated a certain way and that doesn't mean that I don't love you um any lesser you know so you know I shared with you another podcast um that I thought was really good and it was on purpose with Jay Shetty and he was, he had a guest on his show talking about a very similar topic. The guest's name was Dr. Shafali and she was going in. It was, uh, I was listening to it over Labor Day and my friend Imani was here and we just 
couldn't, we literally were cracking up because she was like, she's reading all of our lives. Like she's just saying everything. It's real. Like it's so real. And like, we just, we thought she was preaching directly to us. We felt seen, read all the things. Um, And she said the same statement and she was like, it's like we are taught to be fake to ourselves and like we are taught like that that's normal and that's okay and that's your role is like to dismiss everything that you would like and just be this character that you're expected to be and she was saying like one thing that she learned like she challenged herself she was like well if it's not honest to me like I'm just not gonna do it or I'm just I'm not gonna say it and she was like and I found myself like not speaking. (laughs) And I just literally was, I was, I laughed because I'm like, that's so real. Like if I only said things that were like just true, real, like how often would you be talking? I sure wouldn't be saying not a, not a thing at work. (laughs) The fakest, phoniest place that, that ever did exist. Like, and that's how you have to walk and talk and operate. So like, I was just like, this is so interesting or like, you know, being in a submissive position to like, you know, a man in a heterosexual relationship, like that is the expectation of a woman, like to just cater to ego. Like it's just so much. Um, and so like, yeah, I mean, and that's the purpose of like our podcast is really to help people be in an authentic like space for themselves because that's the best, that's your highest self. That's this place in which you operate. Um, but yes, so we were just, we were talking about how this really relates to child rearing and like, just feeling like, you know, I'm not ready to have a child if I'm teaching them that like settling or not being enough or whatever else is okay with me. Right. Or like making sacrifices that I'm not okay with, like, just for the betterment of you. And it's not necessarily like, I don't know, just like, it's not, we were having a conversation of being self-full. I think I heard that term from like Oprah. And she was talking about the importance of like, making sure that your whole cup is full, making sure that you, you know, are, you know, happy in your own, like self happy in your own being, like, make sure that like, you have something to offer to people because if you're empty, you have nothing to give. And so everything that you're giving is probably not worth the time and energy and effort. Like it's, if it's not genuine, it's not valuable. Like it's not like coming from a good place. So like you need to be full yourself to give to others. And I was just talking about the importance of like doing that before having children, which got us into the conversation of like a timeline. Yeah. The timeline of having kids, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I was really, you know, really going in trying yes. to understand Erica and Bayish or whatever. That's, yes, that's what we were using. Um, and I was like, you know, just kind of like asking certain questions based off of like, things that I know that they've had conversations about. Um, so, you know, I know that he specifically is like, I want kids sooner rather than later. Like at least at this time, at that, at the time that I knew. Um, 
you know, I, I want kids like now, like, I just don't want to wait, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, it was just very interesting because I think some men or just people in general, like they're kind of naive when it comes to the responsibilities that come with like having a kid. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, obviously like you don't, not a lot of people foresee themselves being like an elderly parent, but honestly, in reality, like sometimes you just kind of have to be, you're going to have to be a little older because, you know, you need to make sure that you're set up if you want to have, if you want to, if you're trying to provide this like quote unquote, really great life and stable life for another person. Usually that comes with age and with age usually comes more finances, you know, more money, AKA. Um, and I think like that was something. And he was coming from a place where he was like, not everyone has money. Like not everyone is set up in a situation where like they can, you know, fully offer the world to their child and like they still end up having good decent human beings (laughs) and I said that's that's understandable I think that probably wasn't the ideal situation they're probably not recommending that that's what other people do um but they probably do say really great things about like the child being like a blessing and like his whole thing is like yeah prioritizing the love prioritizing like just the care, the love that everyone will have, like when you have a family member, like when you have a child, I guess, specifically, like, and that's just going to be so beautiful that like, it doesn't matter if you don't have that much, like you have them. And I think, again, that's beautiful. And I think that that's amazing. And that's like the place that I want to be. But like, realistically, like, I, I know that I'm, I, yeah, just personally, I just, there's so much more, there's so much, like, more that I want to offer this child besides, like, my love, like, to me, that should be, like, the foundation, like, that should be the duh, obviously, like, to me, that should be, like, of course, this person's going to feel loved, supported, it's going to be an amazing, like, connection from that perspective, that should be, like, like, of course, So like the other things, like you need other things though, like you need to be able to show with, show them experiences, right? Like even simply like putting them on like a sports team, an extracurricular activity, like, can you afford to do that? Like sports or some extracurriculars cost money. Like, are you going to be able to give them that experience or do they, they can't do that because like you can't afford to put them in that situation or are they going to let alone travel the world? Like, are we going to be able to afford vacations and like, not just to like our cousins in Arkansas, but like, are we going to be able to like, I'm, sorry. Ex- no, I'm not going to Arkansas. <laughs> I'm just saying like that's besides, I mean, that's something to experience, but I don't want to do that every summer. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to have to try other things and opportunities Um, and I want to give them that experience. I want them to see that there's a whole world and that they can be and exist anywhere in that world versus like, yeah, like you're limited to just these couple of options. So I think that that's really important for me specifically. And, um, it got us into a conversation on like social media and like, well, 
people think that they have to have everything they see themselves like in these you know they see all these unrealistic expectations or like people always presenting like look they got the bag and the baby they got the whatever like big old house and they have everything like everyone's trying to be perfection or <laughs> it's to the point where you see people who are going on trips traveling partying living their life and like aren't ready to settle down so there's like a fear of having children or like a you know you just want to seem cool or do the new thing you like that so we got into having that dialogue as well which i thought was like I, good points were made that that could really be impacting some people's decisions to have children i mean it's not impacting my decision i'm not doing it because i'm like i don't have enough instagram photos yet or <laughs> like i'm not i'm just i'm it's not actually having a baby would actually blow up my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody doing that for that too. Yeah. Literally. Right. Have a child just to make them an Instagram and go famous. Yeah. That's real. But I'm like, you know, usually the people who have kids, they stay posting them. Exactly. (laughs) So just one day waiting for that hashtag baby ad, you know? Yeah. So Kayla and I are supposed to have three. We're both supposed to have girl, boy, boy. You know, and I'm just like, so when that's going to be? <laughs> Tell whenever, me when. Whenever you want. Whenever you don't want to use contraception. Darn it. So I'm just kidding. Um, so, <laughs> well, um, that's that was, my business. But that's yes. funny. Um, so that's really it. That's what we've been talking about this weekend. Um, any other comments that you have to add? Okay. I don't, I, yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, that is basically our conversation that we've had. Thank you for joining in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, we hope you enjoyed uh, that topic. But um, for those who have been with us, know that we have our segmentes, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if that's really how you say it in Spanish. Um, but we um, have areas within our life that we think that we can also provide you assistance in and help you be like your most, most authentic self in like that regard as well. And so we're at the part where we have our little, um, it's our individual segments. And so um, Kayla, she's amazing. She is- I'm gonna do my fitness corner, give you a little fit tip. And then Erica is going to do- a little business career type of tip. And so mm-hmm. Erica, do you think you want to go first today? Oh, okay. Um, so my tip today is actually um, on when you're kind of in the job market, like you are looking for jobs and you have, you know, a couple of companies that you're interested in and you're considering, you know, you're at those kind of like final rounds and you're trying to make a decision what's really important in making a decision in regards to getting, you know, your next opportunity. Hopefully when you're getting your next opportunity, it's not, you shouldn't be running from anything. I kind of believe that. Like, I think that you shouldn't just get a new job. Like, like the first one that says yes, because you want to get out of the current job. Like hopefully you also were, you're going to take this new job. If you're set up to do so, Um, but you're taking this new job with intent. So how is this really playing into your career journey, right? How does this play into, you know, getting that that end goal opportunity that you're really looking for? So if you know you want to be something, right? Like 
what did you think about the steps to getting there and how does this fit into that right so hopefully you've kind of done that and so when you're making a decision like it's partially based off of is this really going to be the best opportunity for me to be my most you know successful self or to reach my end goal that i have set for myself so for sure that should be identified um and then there's obviously um, some of the things that are more obvious, like what that check do, what that money gonna look like, how it's hawking. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, your base salary, um, that's of course really important. Hopefully you're not doing anything that could put yourself at detriment, again, because you're running from something, you're making a smart decision from your financial perspective, I mean, managing that, trying to understand you know, what, if you could take a pay cut, what could you do realistically, right? Making sure that you're asking those types of questions. Um, So making sure that your salary expectations are in line, it should be at least 12%. And if you're jumping just like one level, Um, I think that you should always kind of give yourself a, um, like a 12% increase. I think that when you think about, and I could go real deep, but I know these are supposed to be little segments and not whole yeah, lectures. Yeah, we, okay? we, um, we can do another episode about it. So just give your third one. Okay. So I just think, you know, make sure that you are getting the salary that you intend. The third thing is culture. Okay. So making sure that it's an environment that you like and appreciate, making sure that there are coworkers that you're going to um, learn from or get along with, make sure that the environment isn't racist, sexist, you know, uh, homophobic, transphobic, okay? No toxic environments, okay? Like you spend so much time at work, you deserve to enjoy it. So looking into some of those things. Yeah, make Um, sure everybody is collaborative, yeah. Yeah. Friendly. Um, and then the last thing is benefits. I think that we forget sometimes about benefits. I think, you know, when you're earlier in your career, you're kind of not really thinking about, you know, retirement and do they offer a retirement plan and isn't it a Roth plan or do they, you know, have a company match or do they contribute at all? Like you're not thinking about some of those things and you should, you should also be thinking about like family planning, 401k, um, you know, all of their benefits when it comes to like maternity leave, like paternity leave, do they give you time off? Do they give you additional time off outside of the lame A thing that the government gives you? Like, what are some of those things looking like? Do they offer like financial assistance? How are their medical rates, dental, vision, like mental health? Okay. And also even the perks. Don't let the perks like overshine you, but the perks are also an important part um, of a job as well. What are the bet, like the discounts potentially that you could receive? Um, do they have tuition reimbursement? Like what are the kind of like the plus? Which like, hopefully really nice. we don't need because, you know, Biden run me my check anyway. <laughs> so yeah, but that was great, Erica. Um, yeah. So those are the four components of what to be considered when you're doing a job search. Yes. And, you know, we can definitely go more in depth on those because I feel like Erica can talk on her own, have a solo sure episode about Holla at your girl. Solo episode about career. So hit me you, in the DMs. If you want that, please let her know because she 
would love to talk your ear off about it and help you out. All right, so now it's my turn with the fit tip. And unfortunately or fortunately, it is not that long. Wow. Mine is, honestly, it's been coming up a lot in conversations that I've been having with multiple people. So don't think I'm talking about anyone specifically. Um, it's been coming up that, you know, I feel like people are being a little bit hard on their bodies, you know, and myself included, you know, being hard on ourselves and being like, you know, I've been eating really bad and I need to just really go on a run or I need to really go to the gym or I need to, you know, not have lose 10 pounds, you know, not eat this other meal that I you know, whatever, just to compensate for the extraness that I had earlier. So obviously trigger warning, if this does bother you, you feel free to access the episode. But before you do that, make sure to rate us and subscribe um, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Instagram at sisterishpodcast underscore podcast and our email at sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, so thank you for listening, but also for the people that are still here. Um, yeah, like if that is not a good way to be, um, because, you know, you felt like you wanted to enjoy that food, whether that's you wanted to enjoy the food or you wanted to enjoy the company of others. Um, and so you did decide to, you know, have something that maybe wasn't the best for you. Um, I don't think that's a reason to shame yourself for it and to feel as though you need to, you know, really go hard in the paint at working out. So just something to think about. Just be kind to yourself. Obviously, there is a difference between, you know, like the it's it's a difference between just punishing yourself and then but also or realizing that like, you know, a certain type of food doesn't truly make my body feel good you know I start to feel lethargic or I start to feel some um you know have some type of like reaction to it um then you can you know go from there and like you know there's a dis there's a distinct difference but if it's more so as a punishment factor i just want to make sure that we all remember to be kind to ourselves and that that one workout isn't going to do very much tr- truly um if anything like it's going to just send you down a more spiral of unhealthy habits um but yeah i just felt like some people need to hear that um and there's you know, you should be working out for you and for your mind and for the betterment of you. And that should go beyond skin, you know, reasons. It should be skin deep. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Surface level. (laughs) Yeah. Surface level. Thank you. So um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about my fit tip um, because it involves things more than being fit it's mentally fit yes she's talking about all the wellness okay exactly so yeah um i believe we already kind of closed it out earlier but you know again we love you all um and we hope that you found our episode 
not just funny because, you know, we definitely are hilarious individuals, but also, you know, educational. And there's some tidbits and bites that you can take from it. And so um, let us know what you thought. Um, and if you thought it was helpful, definitely share it. And we will uh, speak with you next Monday. Yes. And we'll try to be on schedule. Bye-bye.